Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. mystery that God reveals in him is something we cannot exhaust. You see, most times you look at scriptures and you think you have known a lot about them. And then in seasons like this, God begins to show you deeper things concerning that very scripture. In my own opinion, that in itself is an act of his mercy. Because it could have been varied to us and then we'll continue living in ignorance. Meanwhile, what we need to prosecute the very agenda that God has brought us into is in those scriptures. Remember, I think in the book of Habakkuk, the scripture says that in his hands, there is, in his palms are horns, eh? and there light dwells. So in the hiding of his hands, eh? Are light and in that light is horn. Are you with me now? So, of course, you know what horn means. Horn is the authority, the power of attorney that God grants a man or a group of people to execute an agenda. Anytime you appear to do something, the question is, who told you to do this? Because, of course, why should it be you and not other people? It is the authority or the power of attorney that is granted to you that makes you different from others. In Nigeria, if you are the president, you are called GCFR, meaning that there are many things you can do that no other human being can do as far as the context of this nation called Nigeria is involved. Are you with me now? So, within the context and boundary of the agenda and purpose that has been locked in us, as a corporate entity and as a personal human being, you, there is a work that God has given to you. The path, because I'm about to show you some intricacies in the path of life. The path of life is not generic. It is actually unique and peculiar according to different persons. Meanwhile, when we now gather the corporate roots or route or path that God has put us in, we will find out that all of us are trying to achieve the same thing in the context of God's corporate vision. Are you with me now? But all of us are not supposed to be doing the same thing. In other words, when we press, you need to press it into your light. As, as bright as my light is, it is not enough for you to see as it pertains to your own. You know, I, I have a, a very large light, you know now. But the scripture is telling us, open to Psalm chapter 16. You know what this young man said? This young man said that the scripture said that come boldly to the throne of grace. Ah, the greatest impact of the fall is that we lost the path to Eden, the garden of God. Even if they send you to go, you don't know the path again. That is why in Christ we begin to relearn the pathways of the spirit. The ancient paths. Our father 
concentrated upon and they became they became like gods it was Jehovah that was telling Moses he said I have made you God unto Pharaoh what did that man know he, he, don't he, he knows a lot he knows the path in the Red Sea there is a path in the Red Sea that you will stand on you will not sink he knows that path who taught him who taught him it was that question that God was asking Job. He said, where are the pillars that held up this earth? Scientists said that earth is hanging, but God said that what? Who do you want to believe? I was teaching you on realities yesterday. When telescope look, they are seeing air. But God is telling you in the spirit, something is sustaining that air. And it's more real than what you think is air, but it's not air. These are the mysteries and pathways that people like uh, Babalola and you, and they will be in meetings like this and they will levitate on the air. It's you that think they are not standing on something, they are standing on the rock, they can't sink. Jesus was walking on water. Is you that think he's walking on he, he was no, he's standing on something actually. That thing, how do we know that part? That we who will not the scripture says that ye are gods, but you will die like mere mortals. Because we have not known the path that releases the ordinations that in us, that is in us. We are living less than we are. There is an allotment on that throne. That's what I'm saying. That any man that is able to interact, interface in that place, we receive an enablement that is beyond what we have ever seen. Said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. He has not entered the heart of any man. What God has in store, what he takes is an is an, an advent is an approach we don't know the path and the book of psalm chapter 16 open it i'm just looking for for us to press into this prayer point again the prayer point did something to me i don't know what you look for in prayer point there are prayer points that are pregnant are you hearing what i'm saying when you pray that prayer it answers many other prayers look at it psalm chapter 16 verse 11 the last verse i with you now now he said there thou will show me what the path of life there is a path <laughs> And before we started, God was telling me a lot of things. One of the things he told me is that the major thing that will happen in these 50 days is massive light and direction. You'll be so sure of the next 10 years of your life. And it's not because people are saying it. I'm telling you clearly. I'm telling you what makes you, you can't die. I was talking with my pastor yesterday and we are talking, we are, we are, we are gisting and we are saying that truth that the most important thing in the kingdom is the voice of God. If you can find a path where the voice dwells, you are a man that can die. That's where the resource is. That's where the preservation is. That's where everything is. Pay the price to get there. All the encounters that happened on the way that Elijah was, was moving, moving. What was he trying to secure? It was that voice. He needed to eat a meal so that he would be able to mount up to Horeb, the mountain of God, so that what will happen there? He will secure a voice that will tell you, 
in the next three years, this is it. Even if Boko Haram bombed this city, they say Iran and USA, whatever. Even if they bomb Nigeria, you won't die, my friend. People don't die because they bomb. After all, what had destroyed the whole earth? A family was alive. Things were happening in Egypt. There is a place called Goshen. You will live as if Satan doesn't exist. Can we pray for three minutes? Show me, me. We have prayed as corporate. Say, show me the path of life. He now said, in your presence is fullness of joy. In fact, there is another place that the scripture now said, in thy light. So it means that God's light is not enough. But your light, are you with me? What you need to prosecute your destiny is what? Say my light. Meanwhile, your light is domiciled in a particular location in the spirit. Called where? The light. Say the light. So, the scripture now says, in thy light. Will I what? See light. So, we have by the message of God, located a perimeter in the spirit. Where the light dwells. And we are making a journey to locate our own light. The man that is full of light is a man that cannot stumble. The scripture says that, that people stumble. They stumble because there is no light. Can we pray, oh God, reveal to me the part of my life that my light will shine so strong. Men are strong and live life based on the light that they carry. The quality of your life determines the life that you live. Can you pray in the next two minutes and ask God? Shalianto kabande la tuala, abres kabedanto la kabenantelia, shakabarata bakadantelia kamanantale, abreko takamrata bakarada bahaska belatela, amreko kata abreko kata kabenatelia, shakanda takabenatelia ngoratate, you are not praying. Shaya Leberos Kahala. Oh my God. Manta Kabenda Brekola Balahaya. 
can be seated. Let's take a shot from the scriptures. You can be seated. Sorry, we don't have enough seats. So, the ladies should sit. The ladies and the newcomers should sit, and the guys should sit on the ground. We have a plan to remedy the situation. Psalms chapter 36. Open quickly. Open quickly. Psalms chapter 36. I want to buttress this point when I drive it in. Then, I will now... When I drive it in, I will now go to what we have. Remember, there is a series of teachings we will be looking into in these few moments. We are looking at the economy of God's message. Meanwhile, before we go into that, there is an advance according to the revelation that God is bringing to us today. There is an advance that we make towards this facility that God has made available for us. I with me now. Psalms chapter 36 verse 9. The scripture says that for with thee is what? For with thee is the fountain of life. And he now says in thy light shall we what? It's a mystery. He said in thy light shall we see. So now what you easily understand from this scripture is that there is there are two key emphasis from this scripture. Is it not true? Two key things. What are those things? Huh? Thank you. Life and what? So it means that you cannot dissociate life from light and light from what? Life. And as I've said always, that the quality of life that you live is dependent on the light that you have and carry. So, and, and also in extension, the, <laughs> the prosperity that you experience as a kingdom participant is dependent on the truth that you know. So what did I say? Is dependent on what? The truth that you know. So it is in the very same scripture, especially in the book of John chapter 1. Are you with me now? We don't have time, but if you go to John chapter 1, these three things was the basis of John's primary and fundamental exegesis. He said in those places that in him was life. And the life was what? The light of the world. Showing an express relationship between life and what? Light. You see, there are key things you should never joke with in the kingdom, especially when we want to analyze. Every single thing is based on these things. These are actually matters in the spirit. I, I hope you know that what is material in the physical realm is not necessarily a material in the realm of the spirit. Eh? These things I'm telling you now are what are materials in the realm of the spirit. Number one is a truth. Number one, he said light. The third one, 
is life. Are you with me now? For example, the scripture says, as we are saying yesterday, he said that for they that will worship God, we do so in what? Spirit and truth. And I said that that word truth is reality. It means that whenever we worship or whatever we call worship, there is only two references that can be drawn from it. And then the heavenlies, we accord the great honor of calling that a worship. One is if there is reality in it. And two is that it has to be in a particular location. That location is called spirit realm. Are you with me now? That is why, as a believer, your consciousness is vital. Is it not what we said yesterday? So, if, if what we are doing when we come for what we call church service is to shift your consciousness, church service is not worship. Are you with me? What is worship is what happens when your consciousness is now shifted. For some people, they will never consider that God is here until you have said, he is here, moving in armies. I worship you. That is only when their consciousness will be stirred. Now, are you with me? I'm, I'm not saying that thing is paramount. Whatever it takes to shift people's consciousness to a realm where they are aware of their nativity. There is a nativity that a Christian has. That nativity is heaven. Meanwhile, the oppressions of heaven is spiritual in context. Are you with me now? So, if the, if the praise and worship session, we shift your nativity from what you pass through today, the walk and the level, all kinds of things. Is it not true? Then you come, the worship session shifts your nativity to heavenly nativity. Because when you are dwelling on this earth as a human being, there is a naturalness for you to tend towards the things that is physical the stress, the work and many things, so when you come, we use prayer, we use worship and shift what? your nativity, the whole intent is for your consciousness to change to a realm that is your nativity which is where? in heaven meanwhile, remember that God said that when you pray, say our father that is where? so any agenda that you are trying to prosecute without having a consciousness that your nativity is in heaven is an effort in futility. So when we come, we worship, we pray, we try to gain ascendancy so that we mount in that realm and then we begin to engage because that is where the resources that we seek resides. So when we come, what happens is that God begins to reveal to us in our journey the path of life. There is a path that life resides on. You see, there is a path to journey in life and there is a path to get into life. So when you are born, you are born into life. But there is a journey in life. I with you. So the scripture says, in thy light will I what? You are not able to journey in life without proper light. As a matter of fact, your interface in life, I with you. You have received eternal life. Your interface in that life is dependent on the light that you carry. That's what the scripture is saying. Now Paul now said, ah, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be 
enlightened. So he is trying to say that there can be a of a necessity an increased dimension of lightning. Is it not true? I with me. He said what? Say enlightened. So that means that the nature, quantity, the shining of the light that you experience today can increase tomorrow. I with you. That is why we continue to press in. So somebody can say, ah, we have light. No. The Bible says that in his light, we will now see our, say your own light. So that means that the context of light is both objective and subjective. Is it not true? Objective in the sense that Jesus is the light. Subjective in the sense that we, as smaller light, find our bearing in that light. That is why we press him. Because we don't even know the path to access mercy. To access many things. Meanwhile, these are realities in God. These are realities that... Don't you know? There are people that know many things. They know a lot of things, but they are not able to access it. Have you ever seen somebody looking for the grace to pray? Looking for the grace to fast? Looking for the... They don't see it. Somebody will want to fast for three days like this. You want to fast for three days. Before 12 in the afternoon, your legs will be shaking. Oh, you need to know the path. There is a path where no power has seen. The lion's web has not trodden upon it. You see, even angels are afraid to tread on some of this path. But God has called us into it. Meanwhile, your dexterity is dependent on the light that you have. That is why we don't know it. We pray that there be a revelation that we will know that light, the path. There is a path to mercy. As we are using David as an example, I have taken an account and I looked at what Saul did and what David did. Do you know David collected somebody's wife for God's sake? Okay, check it. So you are not married yet, so you will not understand. Michael Sabahantai. He collected somebody's wife, and it was not enough. He what? Killed the person and relaxed. Say relaxed. Until Nathan the prophet came and told him, Oga. He just came. He knew. Say he knew. Saul doesn't know. When they told Saul what he did, he, he, do you know what he told, he told Samuel? He said, just defend me in front of the people. Defend me. That is a man that doesn't know the past. Oh, perhaps That is a man that doesn't know. He is interested in things that are not important. I'm trying to tell you that it's not in the magnitude of your insufficiency. It's not even in the magnitude of the challenges, of your weaknesses, of even your infirmity. I'm telling you. But you need to understand the path of the path of life by the reason of the shining light. When you understand it, you will now see that. When you take when you take an inventory, you will find out that the people that are failing, eh, they are far better than you. 
But I found out that any man that there is a light that there is something he knows you don't know. Sometimes it is that he knows both of you know you are not engaging the one you know is engaging it. What did I say? The quality of life that you live is dependent on what the light that you carry. And every believer in the kingdom prospers by the truth that he knows. Are with me? And remember, when I say the truth, you know, I'm not talking about cognitive knowledge. I'm not talking about uh, head knowledge. I'm talking about revelation knowledge. I'm talking about epignosis. A knowledge that you have interacted with. As I'm talking to you now, for you to actually know this thing I'm saying, sometimes you have to pray for, for six hours. Because the knowledge I'm giving you now can still be in your head. But when you pray for six hours, what will happen, sister? It will now become a pignosis. That is the knowledge you function by. See, because when you enter the realm of the spirit, in that place is only reality that matter. So, as I've said, you can call Jesus Jesus seven times in the spirit. You can't call Jesus. Has it not happened to you before? You can finish calling Jesus Jesus and sleep. And then the demon will come to press you. The same Jesus you finish calling, you can't call it again. Do you know why? It, when you enter there, only reality is revealed. And in that place, Jesus is not in your heart. Mm. And you call the answer. But there are some people that will want to sleep. They will eat well and sleep. And then the demon will come and say, Who is that? And then they will scamper. The reason is because Jesus is, is a name, but not name in nomenclature. Because there is a footballer in Brazil that his name is Jesus. Eh? His name is Gabriel Jesus. Jesus is a name because of the circumference of authority that has been granted to it. So therefore, if, you, if the name Jesus contains the circumference of kingdom authority, that means that all possibilities in the kingdom has been what? Invested in that name. If it is true in extension, that means also that the name is a location. Is it not true? Because it is a location because it contains many things. It contains the circumference of the authority of the kingdom of God. I don't need to show you now. Philippians chapter 2 said that all authority where? In heaven and on earth. And where? When we say heaven, we mean heaven. In other words, the name of God is Jesus. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If God wants to function on earth, he gives you the name of Jesus. So you need to understand what the name is. That is never a nomenclature. So when we say we come in the name of the Lord, as I've told you people, you need to understand what it means. These are the facilities that is domiciled in the throne that we want to engage. And that is why we need skill in advance. And this skill is only revealed in light. See after me, light. The skill is what? Revealed in light. Said thou has the path of life. And in thy light will I what? I want to just pray for one minute. Say, oh God, in your light I see light. And my life shines stronger, stronger. Envision the light shining stronger. Every darkness in your life disappears. There is a song that said, Let's walk 
arrives. Darkness trampled in your holy light. Let hope arise. Darkness trampled in your holy light. If there is hope in this kingdom, it is because there is light that is available. Our hope in the kingdom is because light is available. We cannot stumble like the children of darkness because we have called, we are called into the kingdom of light. The Bible says that we are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son Jesus Christ. And out of the power of darkness to the power of righteousness, we are brought into the kingdom of light. And the scripture says, in this light we will see light. John chapter 8 John chapter 8 John chapter 8 and verse 12 Remember the the focus of this 50 days fasting is 50 days of Pentecost But remember the scripture was talking in the book of Acts chapter 2 He said when the day of Pentecost was what? That means that from the very beginning, there was a graduation. Say graduation. There was an approximation. Say approximation. Now, what we saw on the day that the Holy Ghost was poured out was a full measure. Meanwhile, there was a build-up. Are you with me? So, if you don't understand the workings of God, you will make the very day that the manifestation came 
as an isolation of God's workings. Meanwhile, the whole context of his working is in the fullness of time. The fullness. So God works with such a there is such a thing as fullness. Say fullness. Say after me, say fullness. So we cannot isolate that final day of manifestation and begin to exalt it so much as is good though, but we cannot exalt it because even from the beginning there is what say approximation the workings of god started from the very first day that the commandment came from jesus and he said what Tarier. from that day that that command came it became a possibility to graduate towards the fullness of God's requirement, the prophetic quota that it takes for God to begin to release and manifest his agenda in our life and through our life into the territory. You see, because if you don't understand the full scope of God's agenda, you can be limited. You can be limited and begin to think like men. Eh? You begin to think like men and begin to count things by maybe on the day of manifestation. is manifestation that you used to measure. No, God is looking at many things that took place. And the apostles accurately recorded that when the day of Pentecost was what? Fully come. We are trusting God for an approximation even as we engage. By the time the day of Pentecost was fully come, what was coming, they had the capacity to carry it. Are you with me now? Many things happened and they were not even surprised. Did you see anybody surprised? They were expecting it. Because in my own opinion, they have been testing flashes of, of those encounters. So on the fullness of time, there was fullness of the spirit. Say after me. In the fullness of time, there will be the outpouring of the fullness of the spirit. Meanwhile, in the process of time, say after me, in the process of time, there will be an approximation of the outpouring of the Spirit. So you must understand the context of process of time and what? Fullness of time. Meanwhile, what God is actually interested in is what? Say, no, process of time. Say process of time. God is interested in what? But we, we are interested in what? Because fullness of time is the door of manifestation. That's the day people will see and say, ah, see, these people are free with new wine. They didn't know that that wine was cooked for 50 days. It took 50 days to cook the wine that people are seeing. And the whole of Jerusalem gathered 3,000 people by 9 a.m. in the morning. They thought they just did this thing. They said these people are free with. They didn't know that this is a wine that was cooked for 50 days. When the fullness of time came, what was embedded in the process of time began to manifest. And the men that participated in the process of time were never shocked. None of the disciples were surprised in what God was doing. As a matter of fact, Peter received revelation and was granted utterance to begin to reveal to these men the context of God's oppression as far as the outpouring of the Spirit is concerned. Because, according to the book of Isaiah, where is the context and the basis of our approach towards God's agenda in the last end of times. Because our motto, our agenda is captured in the fact that there is a kingdom that God wants to institute, wants to establish on the face of the earth, representing the heavenly kingdom. 
Meanwhile, this will not be possible except the spirit is poured on us. From where? And then the workings of God in and through us will become so strong that the kingdoms of earth will be crushed. And then by the hand of God, we will bring the kingdoms of this earth in submission to the authority of our God that is in heaven. Because there is a promise that the Father gave the Son. He said, sit down until what? I make thy enemies thy footstool. And that mandate of dominion was handed over to the Holy Ghost. It was on that account that the scripture says that I will stretch forth the rod of my strength out of where? Zion. So we now know that the, the, the call and the mission, the mandate of dominion can never be achieved except we lean and mount on the wings of the spirit. It is on that basis that we now cry and say until what? The spirit be poured on us from our heart. The scripture says that the wilderness will still be the wilderness. The packed ground will still be thirsty for water. The wilderness will still be bereft of fruitfulness. But when the spirit is poured on us from where? On her. Then the gardens, the, the, the dry ground will become like a garden. And the garden very soon will become like a forest. Are you with me now? We have to stay until what? The spirit is poured when you understand this context, you will now know that the process of time is actually as important, if not more important, than the fullness of time. It is on this basis that we need light to be able to navigate and approximate to the point where we'll be able to enter into the fullness of what God intends for us in this season. Are you with me? If you with me, say amen. amen. Sorry for this, but I'm just trying to lay a foundation so that you understand what God is trying to do. Are you with me? Our time is over. We just have 10 minutes. Thank God we are coming every day. There is no break. Tomorrow I will start from where I stop. I want to show us the economy of mercy, but it seems as if we will not be able to touch it. This year is the year of mercy. Men don't rise because they are good. God do not accomplish many things because we are good. He said, I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. Say, I I will. No. Say, I, I will. will. That means mercy is as a result of God's will. God sustained the will in his heart. And then mercy became an offshoot. Are you with me now? Do you know that you can decide not to do something even when you know it's right? Yes. That is why anytime you see mercy, very soon you see grace. Because in the real context, grace is actually an offshoot of mercy. Are you with me now? For God to legally show you mercy, grace has to be available. Are you with me? Because after some time, mercy has to be on a legal basis. Follow me. God wants to show you mercy, but he wants to do it on a legal basis. If he wants to do it on a legal basis, he has to be by what? You need to understand that grace is paid for. I hope you know that grace is paid for. Let me give you, mercy is God not doing to you what you deserve. And grace is God giving to you what you don't deserve. It's simple. So that means that this, anytime they mention one, two is very close by. So God decided to show mercy on a simple word. What did he do? Brought grace. Is it not true? So when God shows us mercy, one of the things he does is that as we, even as we make this journey into Horeb, the mount of God, eh, the sign that God has shown us mercy is that he will give us two doses of bread and the cruise of water. 
Say after me. Two doses of bread and what? And then you eat. When you eat it, you'll be able to journey into horror of the mount of God. Many will be weak and weary. Many will be attacked. But you'll be fasting and Satan will attack you. You'll be fasting and things will be going bad. You'll be fasting and be feeling dry. So you say he's fasting seven days and he's feeling dry. You don't, they don't understand that there is, there is, there is, the Bible said in the book of say Hebrews chapter 4 verse what? 16. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain. They don't know that there is a path to get to the place where mercy is domiciled. It is only men that know that path. Are you with me? That they will be benefiting from it. You'll be thinking God is partial. No, God is not partial. There is something that is working behind. I don't, I, God will help me. I will reveal mercy to you. I will, te- I, will, I will show you why others succeed and others fail. Is this mercy? You cannot explain it fully, actually. You see, eh, there are few things that, that escaped and was not able to come into the economy and context of Paul's revelatory ministry. Remember, that man is the epitome and apex of revelatory ministry. As far as the, the context of the epistles is concerned. Are you with me now? And remember the doctrine of the scripture is actually revealed in the epistles. If it is true, that means that Paul is number one. As far as the circumference of the oppression of a believer is concerned. Is it not true? But there are many things that was beyond his revelatory power. One of them is the context of mercy. He, he could not fully grasp the concept and context of mercy. So, it was on that wise that he now said in the book of Romans chapter 9, verse 16. Is it not true? The scripture says, he said that it is not of him that what? Willeth. Of him that what? Runneth. But of God that what? So, before that, he said that, that God came and he said that Esau I hate and Jacob I love. Me, eh, looking as a human being, I will say I love Esau. Because it seems as if he's a better human being. Is it not true? Jacob is so crooked. Is it not true? Why is he? That man knows something. Say light. You, the quality of your life is dependent on light. So you come and say, let me say, I'm, I've not done anything bad to anybody. Why is life treating me like this? What is the bad thing? You are a foolish person, my friend. Engage your destiny. Get angry. We want to something. You come and be crying for Satan. You'll be crying for Satan. You'll be crying for Satan. You'll be popping champagne on your head. You need to get angry. He said the devil, like a roaring lion, is moving about, doing what? Anytime you lie down for the devil, he will, he will be very happy. Remember the devil is wicked. Say the devil is wicked. Do you know what it means that somebody is wicked? It means that the person retains the capacity to hurt somebody that is innocent. To hurt somebody that, that lacks the capacity to, to respond. Are you with me now? So, in the context of God, if you bring a small child and start beating him, and he can't respond to your beating, you are wicked. 
But if you fight your mate, God will leave the two of you. Anytime you are fighting somebody that is that is smaller than you, very small, God will always be on the side of the smaller person. But there is a way a bigger person can get God to be on his side and make the smaller person seem as if he's bigger. I'm telling you the truth. There is a man called David. He knows that part. There is a part of life, my friends. In his light, we what? See light. It is these things that make men prosper. You see rich people, they get richer. Anointed people, they get more anointed. Is it not true? Favored people, more favored. You even 10,000 is not in your account. You saw the person, he went and, and ate pizza. My God, I ate pizza. Glory. Say glory to God. As I'm eating that pizza, my alert is beeping in my account. I thought God would say, ah, this guy has eaten pizza and, and taking cold stone that they should leave him. No, there is, I with you. There is a light we entered into. And then we know that certain things are no more possible. And then certain things are possible. Satan can make some of us to lack again. <laughs> no, I'm not making... It's good to make affirmations. But this one has moved beyond affirmation. It's a body of light that is powering the life that I'm living. So when you enter the realm of the spirit, even Satan knows. Even poverty himself knows. Lack knows. Eh? All the hosts of darkness, they know. And they have run away. And I bring you news. If one man can enter, many men can enter. There is something God is bringing us into in this season. It is not by level. It is not by toil. It is by light. Say after me. It is not by what? It is not by what? It is by what? Say light. Light me, Lord. Light me, Lord. Like a candle. Light me, Lord. Light me, Lord. Light me, Lord. Like menorah. I used to tell people, because some people say ah, they are not candles, they are bigger light. No, you don't know. You are unwise in the things of the spirit because the Bible is called, your spirit is called candles. I will tell you now. So the representation of the spirit of a man in the context of heavenly realities is what? Say candles. Just like the representation of your destiny in the context of the heavenly reality is what says star. So you cannot come and say I'm moon. Okay, say I'm moon. My destiny. Have you heard it before? No, the context of destiny in the reality of the heavenlies is what says star. The context of light dwelling in your spirit, your spirit man is candle. So even in a territorial church or even in a local assembly like this. This local assembly or a territorial church is represented by what? Say light. So when God is seeing a territorial church, he's seeing a candle. That is how God sees it. So he was talking to a church. He said, go back and do the first work. Or if I come, I will take your candle away. I will take your light away. Meaning that you are only able to affect your territory because there is a candle that has been given to you for what? Heaven. Are you with me now? So the scripture says that the spirit of man is the candle of God. Certain what? All the inward parts. It is on this context that we say in his light we will what? So your spirit in 
um, cooperation and interface and interaction with the Holy Ghost that is resident in you, I would say, you will be able to search deep into the things of God. Remember the scripture was saying in the book of First Corinthians, it's not First Corinthians chapter 2, where he said that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, he has not entered into the heart of man. What God has in store for you, not for poor them, for you in this year. You don't know it. If you know it, this your God that did this thing, eh? you will go and pack everything and give thanksgiving. He just liberated you. Your eyes will just open. He told Abraham, look up and what? See. 2017, eh? I knew that there is such a thing as looking up. I was looking down and laboring, and all my visions of, of, of the possibilities of God was that mushroom place. You, all of you, some of you know that place. And we are laboring and toiling. Oh my God. After some time, the grace of God left what we are doing. Not because God is wicked. God, I was laboring and anointing was flowing, but it was by toil. It's not by toil, it's mm. by light. Mm. So, God has to do something. You know, when we say mercy, mercy doesn't always come in favorable conditions. Sometimes God has to do something like the one he did to you so that you will be brought into a higher place where your eyes will look up. And you will begin to see possibilities that is resident. Resources that has been made available. But in the context of your present existence, in the context of your present light, the body of light that you carry, you will not be able to live the life that God has intended for you. Because the quality of life that you can live is dependent on the light that you carry. So, God has to make you to look up and then the light will shine upon you. Paul said that in the noonday a light shines from heaven. The light that is stronger than the light of the sun. There is a light that you are seeing by, but I bring you good news today. There is a higher light. There is a greater light. I want you to pray for two minutes. Oh God, bring me into the economy of the greater light. I know I have seen some excerpts of light, a shining, they, they, they trust, a ray of light. I've seen the rays, but you need to bring me to the economy of greater light. Because if the, if the life that I will live in the context of God's kingdom agenda for me this year will be fruitful, then I have to be brought into a realm of greater light, a realm of greater shining, a realm of greater, greater effulgence. prophesy over your life. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I prophesy over these ones. So much light will be abundant in their life. 
that everything that stops them, there is only one thing that stops men, it's just darkness. When light appears, darkness disappears. Satan functions in the perimeter of darkness. When you shine light, Satan becomes naked. Father, I pray, I prophesy over these ones, that the light will shine so strong in their life, that every darkness in their life will disappear in the name of Jesus. Everywhere that Satan has been hiding in your life and be doing damage, hiding, we are not seeing, hiding and doing some damage, the light of God will shine so strong in this season that his workings will be completely obliterated in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over your life, whatever has held you back, you don't know what is happening. You are walking, you don't know what is holding these things back. You cannot understand why this thing is not happening. You cannot understand why this breakthrough is not happening. I pray over your life, I prophesy, that light will shine in that part. It will shine so strong that the darkness will disappear. The darkness will disappear. In the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy over your life, light that brings abundance that brings prosperity, that brings consistency in our walk with God. Light that brings an, an, an express walk and an ease in our advancement in the kingdom. Light that brings the manifestation of all that God has intended in our life. We begin to shine in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. The light of God will shine so strong in your life that everything that God has said will begin to manifest in the name of Jesus prophesy over your life, everything you have been praying for will manifest in the name of God. The seasons of manifestation is here. The seasons of manifestation is here. The people that is looking for employment, uh, that is looking for admission, that is looking for healing, I prophesy, I speak over that, I rebuke that spirit of infirmity in your body. I say I rebuke that spirit of infirmity. They are stayed in your system. As you are listening to me, those sickness, those demons, they know me. They know my voice. And as you are hearing my voice, you devil of darkness, I charge you to live in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that has become an obstruction and limitation in your life, today that limitation and obstruction is removed in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare an advancement and breakthrough over your life. This fast is a fast of breakthrough. The scripture says in the book of Isaiah chapter 58, it said your light will shine and you will break forth in the spirit. May that become your testimony. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, Son of God. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. You are blessed.